1: Exploring Faith and the Future. Neil Johnson and Bible teacher Dr. Camille Magdaly.
0: We've been talking a lot about relationships and especially this comparison between a biblical marriage and what so many people do today entering into a de facto or a trial marriage. Camille, I want to ask you a very important question. What is it that makes biblical
1: marriages happy and what do we contrast that to? We've been looking at this topic for a little while now, Neil, and one thing we learned in the previous segment is that married couples are more likely to be happier than those in a cohabitating relationship because of their long-term contractual or covenantal commitment. Somehow it brings security emotionally, mentally, and other ways. Also, there's a biblical honorableness about it, as I quoted from Hebrews 13. Hebrews 13 and verse 4. Marriage is honorable in the sight of all, and the bed undefiled. It goes on to say, of course, that those that fornicate and commit adultery, God will judge. I mean, it's, a, it's an amazing contrast. Honor, if you do it this way. Judgment, if you do it another way. Not a popular topic, but you know, at the end of the day, we need to be living a God-pleasing life because the grace of God and the blessing of God on the God-pleasing life is just too wonderful to leave to chance or to forsake for temporary sensual pleasure. There's no comparison. It is a life-giving stream in the midst of so much that is defiled. That's the first thing. The second thing, married couples are meant to share their resources, socially, economically, materially. And therefore, this not only has a greater likelihood of increasing one's net worth, but it gives them more financial security and more financial freedom. There is a protection here, and that to me is very important if we want family harmony as well as happiness. I tell my listeners regularly Make financial freedom a goal, and then you are free to do whatever God has called you to do. Third is that married couples tend to have a better connectedness with in-laws, for example. And let's not underestimate the importance of harmonious relationship with in-laws. much better to get on with them, and it's it's possible, especially in a Christian context, than not get on with them but also with social institutions such as churches, synagogues, houses of worship. Married couples are better connected in these things. And because of that, they can also draw greater support from the outside. These are the factors that help make the married couple statistically proven to be happier and greater well-being than those that merely cohabitate.
0: It sounds like you're saying they're on the same page. They're doing this all in together. It's like that one flesh rather than two people in a partnership. One flesh is something here that seems to be a foundation for this trust and this confidence that we might have that leads to happiness.
1: Well, basically, yes. The mystery of biblical marriage is that the two become one flesh and that one flesh that unity produces many many wonderful spin-offs, like the security the shared life of course birth and nurture of children the blessing of family life and everybody of course benefits yes the one flesh is important and it's a good point you made because in a cohabitating relationship it's not in that sense a one flesh even though they may be having sex together which is a one flesh but not the other things coming together as it would in a marriage. The oneness is simply not there. Faith and the Future with Neil Johnson and Dr. Camille Majdali from Teach All Nations. For more from Dr. Majdali including books and DVDs on prophecy, Bible commentaries, plus today's and other episodes of Faith in the Future, go to vision.org.au.